Welcome to the Icon Church podcast. Icon Church is one church in five locations. Our vision is human flourishing. We pray that this podcast helps you to flourish in life. For any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Church. My name's Debbie and I'm one of the pastors here at Icon Church and I want to give you a huge welcome. Maybe you're watching from one of our campuses in Chesterfield, Derby, Sheffield, Rotherham or Stocksbridge or our online campus. Maybe you're watching for the very first time Well, we want to give you a huge welcome. It is so good to be together. I hope you've had an incredible Sunday. This morning was amazing. This morning's service was so good. And Dave McEwen's message was amazing. I hope tonight we're going to have just as good a time, if not better. But tonight's message that I want to speak on is called United We Stand. And let me just turn to our first verse, which is Psalm 133, verses 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. I really felt it on my heart that I really wanted to speak on unity and and God dropped some ideas and some thoughts and some verses in my mind and, and I thought what better thing to speak on right now. With everything that's going on in the world, unity is so important. Unity is so needed right now. So I'm so excited to bring this message. But before we do, let's pray. Yes, Lord God, I thank you for today. I thank you that even though we're not in the four walls of church, we are still the church. We are gathered online. And and regardless of where we are and where we're hearing this message, you can still speak to us, Lord God. You can still cause breakthroughs. You can still teach us something, God. You can still change lives. And and I pray that as I bring this message that you will speak through me, Lord God, that you will speak into lives right now, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So I got thinking about unity and I thought, Why is there not unity in some situations in life? Why is there not unity in some areas of the world? What causes there to not be any unity? What causes disunity? You know, the definition of disunity is a lack of unity, disagreement, conflict, or a situation that people disagree with so much that they can just not work together effectively. When I think of disunity, disunity looks like selfishness. It looks like injustice. It looks like there's no common goal. Disunity to me looks like brokenness and it looks like there is a lack of wisdom. And I think sometimes we look at this world and we realise that actually we live in a world that creates disunity. We live in a world that can cause disunity and create that disunity. We live in a world where selfishness has become acceptable. We live in a world where injustice has been overlooked. We live in a world where common goals are just deemed irrelevant. We live in a world where brokenness is confused with independence and freedom. We live in a world where wisdom has just become old school. 
and just old fashioned. But I wanna say that actually that disunity, when that happens, that causes a my way kind of attitude. It causes us to think, actually, I'm just gonna do it my way. It causes us to be a law unto ourselves and that is not a good thing. In Matthew 12, 25, it says, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. As individuals and and as a church, we need to ensure that we don't settle for disunity. We need to ensure that we don't allow disunity in our lives, in our world, in the places where we go, in the things that we do, we need to cause unity. Because it said that united we stand and divided we fall. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna fall. I don't want my family to fall. I don't want my town or my city to fall. I don't want this church to fall. I don't want my nation to fall. I wanna be united and stand. So how do we live differently from the world? How do we live so differently that we cause unity instead of disunity? How can we create unity in our worlds? How can we ensure that we stand united so that we don't fall divided? Unity is all about togetherness. It's all about oneness. It's about moving in the same direction towards the same goal, to have the same purpose. Right now during lockdown, everything seems so disjointed. Everything seems so ununified. And actually during lockdown, everything appears to be causing disunity with all the separation, with everybody not being able to see each other, with all the distancing going on. Everything seems so disunified. But when I look a little bit closer, when I look at my life, when I look at the things going on around me, I've actually realised that actually there's no disunity during lockdown. But what I see is unity. For me, it's actually caused unity and brought me closer to the people around me. When I think of my home life and I think of my husband, Nathan, and and my son, Zion, we've been in lockdown together in the same house for so long now that it could have caused disunity. We could have had arguments. We could have had fallouts and we probably have a little bit. But if anything, I think that my marriage is stronger because of lockdown. My relationship with my son is stronger because of lockdown. And I feel that as a family, we are more united than ever. When I think about my job working in the NHS and I think about how our team at work has come together, how everyone has rallied round. We're wearing masks that we don't want to wear. Our parents are wearing masks that they don't want to wear. Visitors aren't allowed on the unit, which has been so difficult for our parents and the support has not been there for them. But because of that, our team has become more united. We've become more united for our patients and for their parents. We've become more united in our common goal of ensuring that coronavirus does not go anywhere near our babies. And I think that has caused so much unity at work that it's made us stronger. It's made us united. 
And when I think about church, we're not having church in these four walls, but yet for some reason, I feel so united. I feel like church is so strong right now. I feel like as a family, as a church, we are so united. And I've never felt closer as a leadership team, as a church, to my friends, to my family, to the people that I'd normally see on a Sunday. I feel so united. We always say that, saying that we're, we're one church in, in many locations. And I've never felt so strongly about us feeling like one church. We are one church, Icon Church. And I believe that as we think about unity, we want to be people that are unified. We want to be people that bring unity. We want that unity. I believe that we enjoy the feeling of unity and the inclusion of unity and the success that comes from being united. The success that happens when we work together, when we stand together and we are united. I believe that we all desire unity. Unity in our marriages, in our families, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our towns and cities where we live, in this country and in our world. I think we want unity. We desire unity. But did you know, Icon Church, that God also desires unity? God wants unity. And not only that, but He honours unity. And God created unity. Unity has been around since the very beginning. God created unity when He created the world. And if we turn to Genesis 2, 20 to 24, it says, But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And whilst he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from his rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. And that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united, united to his wife and they become one flesh. Unity was created by God in the very beginning when He created Adam and Eve. The whole purpose of Eve was for unity. Maybe if God hadn't created Eve, maybe without Eve, there wouldn't be any unity. But I believe that that was always God's intention. God intended there to be unity. God didn't intend for man to be alone. He intended for us to stand unified. Unity is a God idea. Unity is God given. Unity is God breathed. It is created by God. We're designed to be united. We're called to stand united. We need to be more united and we need to show more unity in our worlds today. But what happens church? When we're united, what happens when we stand united? When we believe in unity so much that we take it into our worlds and we make it part of our life, what happens? I believe three things come when we stand united. When we stand in unity, 
we see God's strength. In 2 Corinthians 12, verses 8 to 10, it says, Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weakness, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You know, if we unite ourselves with God, not only is that an incredible relationship, an incredible future, but God gives us strength. When we unite with God, we get God-given strength. In our weakness, then we are made strong. When we unite with God, His grace comes upon us and His grace is sufficient for us and we are made strong in our weakness. Unity with God causes strength. And I don't think, church, that we can show true unity to our world, true unity today, unless we know the true unity of God, unless we are truly unified with God and have experienced that unity with God, I don't think we can truly take that God-given unity out into our worlds. The second thing is that when we stand in unity, we see God's blessing. In Psalm 133 verses 1 to 3, we've already read verse 1 right at the beginning. And we're going to read down to verse 3 and it says, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. For there God bestows a blessing. With unity, God bestows blessing on us. Unity is so precious to God, so precious, which was why He created it right in the beginning. He wanted unity for Adam, but with that unity comes blessing, God-given blessing. And the third thing is that when we stand in unity, we see God's love. In John 17, 20 to 23, it says, Jesus says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one, as you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and they are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and they, and that you love them as much as you love me. Not only with unity do we see God's strength, not only with unity do we see God's blessing, but with unity, we can experience God's love, God-given love. 
To show unity in this world, first we need to understand and fully experience unity with God. And I believe that as we experience that unity with God, as we feel that unity with God, as we sense that unity with God, as we place God at the centre of our life and unify ourselves with Him and His purpose, we, we see God's strength, we see God's love, we see God's blessing. But I believe that as we take that unity into our world, our world will see God's strength. Our world will see God's blessing and our world will see God's love. And I don't, I don't know about you, but that is so exciting. I, I don't wanna just go out and say, yes, I'm unified. I wanna unify this world. I want to stand unified. I want to, to be united. I don't just want those to be words. I don't want that to just be something that I say, but I want it to be something I act upon and something that God blesses. I want the the unity that I take into my world to show God's strength, to show God's blessing, to show God's love. I want my friends and family to feel that love and that blessing and that strength because of the unity that I take into my world. And I believe church that as a church, if we can be united, if we can go into our world and show unity, that that will show God's love, that will show God's blessing, that will show God's strength. So how do we do that? How do we show unity in our world? How do we stand united in our everyday? I believe there's two things, two convictions, two convictions that we can believe in and act upon. And the first conviction is united, we stand with trust. United, we stand with trust. First, we need to trust God. Trust God. Unity with God is choosing to follow Him. Trust Him. Believe that He has the best for us. It's all about faith. It's believing that God is doing more in the background than He is in the foreground. And you may not see what God is up to in the background, but it's about trusting Him, uniting to His purpose, uniting to His calling, uniting to what He has for us and for that relationship with Him. And then the the other trust is to trust others. You know, I don't know about your marriages, if you're married and you're watching right now, but I don't think I'd have a very good marriage if I didn't trust my husband. And I don't think we'd have a very good marriage if Nathan didn't trust me. Marriage requires trust between partners. Friendship requires trust between friends. Work colleagues require trust between work colleagues. Whatever relationships you have, they require trust between the two sides. To be united, we have to trust. United, we stand with trust. And I just want to, to say, church, that actually there's a warning in this message right now that actually we have to be careful who we trust. We have to be careful who we have relationships with and who we give our trust to. If we want to stand united, we have to place our trust in the right place. Placing our trust in God is the best place that we could ever place our trust. So let this conviction, united we stand in trust. United we stand in trust. Let this conviction lead us to be a people who trust more.
United we stand with trust. And the next conviction is united we stand with vision. One of the reasons I think why the NHS are doing such an incredible job right now is because of the vision that has been carried through the NHS right now. I truly believe that we are all rallying together and uniting as one because we have one goal, one aim, one vision, and that is to protect people from the coronavirus, to eliminate the coronavirus and to protect our patients that are in our units from the coronavirus. And And I truly believe that as staff, we feel united because we have one purpose. We feel united because we have one aim and one vision. And obviously our aim is always, you know, putting patients first and and looking after them the best that we can and with excellence and with patient-centred care and and all of those jargon words. But, But at the minute, our main focus is let's eradicate coronavirus. Let's look after people. Let's protect people. And I truly believe that there is that sense of unity because there is that one vision. People are putting themselves at risk for the sake of that vision, for the sake of protecting others. It's all about vision. People follow vision. And when there's vision, there's unity. I want to ask today, church, where's your unity at? Where is your vision? Are you following your vision or are you following God's vision? Where is your vision today? You know, God's vision isn't selfishness. God's vision isn't injustice. God's vision isn't that there be no common goal. God's vision isn't brokenness and God's vision isn't a lack of wisdom. All those things cause disunity and that's not what God is about. God's vision is for others. God's vision is for justice. God's vision is for purpose. God's vision is for healing. God's vision is for godly wisdom. God's vision is for strength, for blessing and for love. And I don't know about you, but I wanna be part of that vision. I wanna follow God's vision where I can see justice happen, where I can see purpose being given, where I can see healing taking place, where I can see people with godly vision, where I can see strength and love and blessing. I want some of that vision. I want to unite with God and His vision. God's vision is that we would be united and united we stand. Let me just pray for us this morning, church. Yes, Lord God, I thank You for today. I thank You for the message that You have placed on my heart. And I thank You for the lives that have heard this message, Lord God. And I pray that this message, that Your Word will not fall on deaf ears, Lord God, but that we will be determined to be united, that we will go into our worlds causing unity, not causing disunity, not causing these things, those negative things to take place in our world. But actually we want justice, Lord God. We want purpose. We want healing and godly wisdom, Lord God. And I pray that as we take unity into our worlds, Lord God, that we will be challenged to spread unity that will cause your strength, that will cause your blessing and that will cause your love in our world today, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.
Church, I want to take this moment to give you the opportunity to experience the unity that God gives. Maybe you've never had a relationship with God. I believe that this is your moment to start a relationship with God, to unite with Him and His vision and His purpose. Or maybe you've been listening to this message and you've been feeling like, there's some disunity in your world right now. This is your moment where you can give that to God, that situation, that relationship, that sense of disunity in your world. This is your moment where you can give that to God and say, God, I want unity in my life. God, I want to show the unity that you give in my world. And we're gonna do that together in a moment and I want to pray for you. But if that's you today, if you're saying that you want that unity with God for the first time, you want a relationship with God for the first time, or you want God to come into your life and cause unity where there may seem to be disunity. If you want to start trusting Him and trusting the relationship that you have with Him, then I would love it if you're watching on YouTube, just put a raised hand emoji in the chat. Or if you're watching on church online, press the raised hand button and make that decision right now to follow God for the first time, to unite with Him, to stand with Him. United we stand. This is a big moment. This is the best decision that you will ever make in your life to choose to stand with God, to be united with God, to stand for His vision, His purpose, and to believe the best is yet to come in Him and through Him. I wanna pray for you. If that's you making that decision for the first time, if you've pressed that button, if you've put the emoji in the chat, maybe you haven't yet. You can still do it now. Do it now. Don't miss this opportunity. But I wanna pray for you in this moment. Yes, Lord God, I thank you for every single person watching this service, Lord God. I pray for every single person making this decision, Lord God. Everybody that has Press that button, Lord God. Everybody that has put the raise hand emoji in the chat, Lord God. Everyone that is making that decision to unite with you, Lord God. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will speak to them, Lord Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that as they make that decision, they will sense your strength, Lord God, that they will see your love, Lord God. They will experience your blessing, Lord God, as they unite with you and your vision and your purpose, Lord God. I pray that you help us to trust you more, Lord God. I pray that you help us to take that unity, that God-given unity into our worlds, Lord God, and that you will cause blessing where unity takes place, Lord God, that you will cause love to be shown, your love to be shown in our worlds, worlds, Lord God, because of the unity that you have given us today, Lord Jesus. We thank you, God, for this incredible opportunity to begin a relationship with you, to stand with you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that united we stand. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Icon Church. If you'd like any more information about Icon Church, log on to our website at www.icon.church. Have the best week.